Ladies, gentlemen, and all sports fans of Calgary, welcome to your morning show. Sports, life, food, and everything else. This train rarely comes off the rails. We've got big guests, the best insiders, and all the breaking news you need. Boomer in the morning starts now. Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Good day, good day, buddies. Friday, let's have one. Let's not get too, uh, let's just, right? It's Friday. Get in, get out. Dump it in. That's my plan, yeah. Cycle, change. That's it. That's all we need today. Short shifts. Let's go. We're, we're winning. Deep, right? Traffic in front. We don't need to take unnecessary chances. Let's just protect this thing and get out of here. Your last man back. Don't try that. Get that puck out of there. Let's go. Don't get cute with me. Dumas, don't need you joining the rush here. Oh, no, no, no. Just... We got numbers. Settle down. Stay back there, Patty. I'm dumping Chase right now. Yeah, boy. Good little show for you today. Stephen Brunt coming up. It's a Flames game day. Helmets on. Oh. Craig Morgan going to join us. Covers the Coyotes. They are... Would this not be the funnest beat of all time? Covering the Coyotes? Oh, gosh. Like, the chaos, the drama... Yeah, the uh, I, don't, I don't know um, the evil humans. It's just amazing. Could I live in Could I live in Phoenix and not have to cover the Coyotes? Yeah, I Let see. Me you do do I some mean, football, maybe because I, I just not work. Yeah, that'd be good too. I just don't know that there's a lot of joy around that building. You but you lo- got Phil to keep you. You lose a lot of games. Mm. Um, like yeah, you're, you're the, last. But Dean, they got picks, man. Yeah, but you I like draft picks. You love the draft. What do you mean? You, you love, the love draft. you love draft picks. Well, you love the draft. So think about how good the next year would be for I don't you. Know if I care about the draft, I like looking back at old drafts. Okay, so that's we need, what I enjoy. We need, we need in five years you can move to Arizona. Yeah, so, then it, well, so you can look back at this year's draft where they have seven picks in the first two rounds. I guess seven. The hell's going on? But you know, whenever that happens, not all of them. Maybe one of them pans out. Remember Boston's like, man, Boston's going to have back-to-back-to-back. Yeah. All right. Zach Sanishin and Zaboral and Brusk. One of them worked. Are we still? The next three were a lot better. Because we were notice that? very excited about them. We were well, very, it was so exciting. So was it Connor, Barzell, and Shabbat were out of the three after? Is that what it was? That yeah. would have been better. I don't yeah. know if it, that was the order, but those are the three. Connor at 40 last night. Yeah, he can what, score. Where's Sanishin at? Not certain. Well, he got 40. traded. Yeah. He got traded on the deadline day. Man. Massive transaction. Huge, uh, huge prospect. No, they got seven picks first two rounds. I'll say three-year players. Let's go. Where is the bloody... I'm looking here. What's... If I was going to go back... And look at their... So it's 2022. Let's go back five years or so. Um, That'd be what, uh, 2012? Well, I mean, 2016, you go back even... So Dylan Strom, 2015, third overall. Mm. Yeah. Brendan Perlini, first rounder the year before. Mm. You're aiming a lot there, I notice. Max Domi, first uh, rounder, 12th overall. Mm. Mm. Henrik Samuelson, first rounder, 27th overall. Mm. Pierre-Olivier Joseph, 23rd overall. Who? Barrett Hayton, fifth overall. He's playing well. He's there at least. Those other dusters aren't there. 
You know where they get most of their players? They trade with Chicago. Have you noticed that? Yeah, it's a lot of that. And one of the one of the uh, and bad deals they've they've taken with second rounders. Twenty sixteen, two first rounders, Clayton Keller and the Chick Dog. There's a good one. So that's not bad. And the Chick Dog, they swap picks with Detroit to take the last year, I believe, of Datsik's deal. Detroit dropped down ten spots, and they got Dennis Chella. Chucka, chucka, Chocolate, chucka, chucka, uh, chucka, 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 yeah. Now, in now, if we look, look, look chick dog's a little better. So those two, are, that's great picks there. Everyone got really upset with that Clayton Keller deal. He's if he gets a two point game tonight, point per game player this year. Twenty fourteen, they take uh, Brennan Perlini. Now he's played. Who'd they trade him for? He was an Oiler this year, right? He kind of showed up there on waivers, or it was just kind of a. Traded, traded from uh, Arizona with Strom for Nick Schmaltz. So they win that deal, I suppose. Schmaltz is almost a point per game, too. It's Strom. Just Trump. keep so trading with Chicago. They were doing all right there. Two first-round picks uh, in there. Uh, but then round two, Ryan McInnes. He's played 27 games in the NHL. Prefer Al McInnes, personally. Yeah. Marty. Yeah. Uh, then in, the, uh, in that second, so this is 2014. They took... Perlini, McInnes, and then Dvorak. All three have played right. NHL games. They took Michael Bunting in round four. You Bunting may have heard either. of him. Yeah. Dyson Mayo is playing for them right now. Dyson Mayo. So five NHLers in that draft. A year, So the, the year following. Dylan Strom, who, again, we've told you they used in a... Swappy swap. Swappy swap for some uh, schmaltz. Nick Merkley. They took near the end of round one. The they Calgary moved him kid. in the Taylor Hall deal, did they not? He was moved in the uh, Taylor Hall deal. That's right. That was a blunder. And that was a, hey, I'm a new owner and I'm really keen. Let's go win the cup. Uh, boss, I don't know that we're, do it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Taylor Hall came and they missed the playoffs and away they went. So Strom dealt Schmaltz. Nick Merkley dealt Hall. And what they get back for Hall? Is there anything still there? Nothing. He walked to see UFA, yeah. didn't he? Or I, no, no, he went to, uh, to Boston. I'm just trying to see. Did did they? Did, so does Arizona get anything? Where did he go after that? Isn't that crazy. He got traded for Adam Larson. I know that. I do recall that Buffalo. one. Buffalo. Yeah. He signed that one year in Buffalo. Yeah. He just so he just walked as a free agent. That's yeah, right. Okay. So that's, that didn't really work. He, out they added him at the deadline. That's right. Um, Kyle Capobianco was taken in the third round. He's playing for them right now. Doesn't that sound like a spicy, delicious? It meat? really is. Yeah. I'm. Maybe one of those. Starving. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Aiden Hill, goaltender. He's in the league. Connor Garland, they took in round five. And Eric Schalgren, a goaltender from Sweden. You may have heard of him. Never heard of him. They took him in round seven. Until two weeks ago. Yeah. And that's all I hear about. Schalgren, Schalgren, Schalgren. Seven players have played in the National Hockey League from their 2015 draft. That's really good. Only a few of them still play for them, but what have you. This is not what we were going to... Uh, what, what See I was, what I did to you? Yeah, you Isn't did. Isn't that unbelievable? Yeah, so I don't care Patty, about... Patty, did you notice that? The, oh, yeah, I saw that. Uh, my, my original point being, I'm not getting too excited about the Arizona Coyotes. I like that they went back to kind of their throwback unis. Those yeah, look pretty good. the Peyote Coyote. Yeah. Or the Kachinas, is that what they call them? Yeah. They look good? Do you know what that word means? I, so they say that, and I know what it means. That it's Kachina like yeah. or Peyote? I know what that one is. Yeah, I know what Kachina is. Please enlighten us. It's a spirit being the religious, uh, being in the religious beliefs of the Pueblo peoples. The Pueblo, Pueblo of the uh, Native American cultures located in the southwestern United States. All right, okay, very yeah. good. I do like that. At the time, it was like, whoa, what is going on here? Mm-hmm. Then they took it away, 
only to realize that's the best thing we've ever had. It's actually better, yeah. Because they just had like a dog's mouth howling, and you're like, that ain't it. It was actually a coyote. Well, I mean. Yeah. You t- sure. You could so that's the pach- the Pachina? Is that what he's? put a collar Pachina? on him. It doesn't look like a coyote anymore. And then, uh, of course, Phil Jackson will tell you uh, about peyote. Well, first of all, you don't smoke peyote. That's one thing. You know. <laughs> He'd know. He'd know what you I smoke mean, and what you don't smoke. I'm not going to question him on much. Maybe his tenure with the Knicks. That's it. Everything else has been pretty sterling. Arizona has lost three in a row. They sit in the basement. Of the Western Conference, 20, 39, and 4. They have the worst plus minus in terms of goals for goals against in the West. Goal differential. Second worst in the entire league. Only Montreal worse at a minus 78. The uh, Coyotes have given up 64 more than they've scored. Tricky. They've won more more road games, so that would be keep an eye on it, right? You know? They won seven of eight a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, they now they've been they, a tough out of late. They started the month going four and zero, outscoring their opposition. They were putting the puck in the net uh, to beat the band, forty four twelve in that four game stretch. Mm. They actually won six of seven, but uh, now it's three straight losses. So some wins in there. They've got some wins. Toronto, Colorado. They beat Vegas recently. They beat Dallas. Colorado again. They were the one that ended that home uh, win streak for Colorado. They mm-hmm. bought 18 games. Colorado hadn't lost at home. It was 18. And they got, what, a fourth roll wedgie? Scott Wedgwood? Conditional. Yeah, conditional four. Uh, last yeah. night might have met all the conditions. You think? We made 40-plus saves. They got Just absolutely get, shelled in Dallas 1. Get us one win. Yeah, he was, we'll talk about him uh, coming up, but yeah, he was uh, he was brilliant. But as far as the uh, the Coyotes are concerned, Flames have played them once, beat them once, beat them handily once. In fact, uh, the scoreboard not indicative. I went back and looked at it today. That was the one where it was four to two. uh, Shots were forty-two eighteen after forty. Rick Ball used the uh, this. I haven't seen a rope a dope like this since uh, the Thrill in Manila or whatever the hell it was. It was uh, that's a Rick Ballism. It was three to two halfway through the third until they got the insurance goal. But shots were as as mentioned like. 50 to not many. 50-28 were the final shots on that. 50. Ooh. 45 saves for Carol Vemelka. Carmel Ventimoka. Markstrom, 26 saves. A two-goal night for Blake Coleman. And it was the last game for the All-Star break. And it was interesting. I, the Second half of back-to-back. I don't remember things, but then things will jog your memory. Lindholm scored near the end of the first period, and... Rick Ball and Kelly, they kind of laugh because that was the fourth time Goudreau had put it on a tee for him in the slot. Mm. And he either missed the net or big save. They were laughing. And finally, now fourth time lucky, mm. uh, Lindholm scored. I believe that was his 15th at the time. So what do we know about uh, the Yotes coming in? Oh, Clayton, Clayton Keller having a season. 62 points in 63 games, 27 goals. This is what they're paying him for. You knew it wouldn't be... The deal that made sense in the first couple of years, but it had to in the middle or the end, and here we are. Let's make it 7.15, and he's 23. Feels like point per game is going to be pretty standard operating procedure from this point forward. Yeah, and I, and you don't, I don't get the feeling, at least with him, that he's only successful because he's there. No, he's playing. Like, you still use your checking line against other teams' top lines. Yeah. He's still going to see the, like, backland a lot tonight, right? He's got 27 goals. Only four of them are on the Ooh, power play. Right? 27. 27 Gs. Not shabby. One of them, I believe he scored in that uh, that loss to the Flames. Awesome. 
So tonight it's the first of back-to-backs for the Flames. It is obviously Coyotes, and then tomorrow the Oilers. Oilers winning last night, snapping a two-game skid. Leon, Yamamoto, yes. Connor, all getting, uh, they're all on, they're all rolling. Kulak got into the game Cooley. last night, his first game as an Oiler. Old, uh, what's-his-face there, the other one that uh, they dealt for, for Broussard. whatever reason. He Gave back. Him. He's back. They're back. Mike Smith, first win as a 40-year-old. He back. Yeah. Is he actually 40 now? He is over 40. Good yep. Lord. Yeah. He is a 40-year-old human. Well, you got a bunch of Oilers fans in my universe, and the stress level when that game is close and they're outplaying the opponent, but it's close because pucks are going in. I'll just tell warms you, your heart. You watch him, and there's just no – I mean, the style is is not one that you would ever – instruct someone to use well and what's funny is he had that career year last year and he was mm-hmm. actually on his feet to make second and third saves and now this year he's back to like stop the first one and then there's like a chalk outline in the of, crease a lot of falling floppy floppy forward, floppy on falling. the ground on the ground anyway. whatever he did last year he was upright to make second and third saves now it's just oof. back bad. to break dancing in the crease like Kari ramo how many times have we see ramos name bar that year it was a lot. On TV. It was too many. What is going on? What? How is he backwards? Why, why am I seeing the name plate on your jersey Curry. all the time? I should not see your number on the main cameras for the broadcast. What the hell's going on? Yeah, good hair, though. You should appreciate that. Had good, wow. long, flowing locks spilling out of the back of his mask. Well, then we had Backstrom, the good arm hair. Boy, that was something. I, I don't have confirmation on that. I can't what are confirm you talking about? You, I've sent photos. You've I don't know that I've seen photos. You've brought it up, and I've not debated you because I'm guessing that's arm uh, hair on Nicholas Backstrom, not the centerman. Yeah, the goal the washed up goalie that showed up here for a cup of coffee. Yeah, for about a week. For again, for some reason, what a weird one. He was on uh, Robida Island in Minnesota. Wouldn't go down to the minors. Had the full no move. <laughs> they wouldn't play him. Like cool, go skate by yourself, loser. <laughs> So tonight, uh, we'll have it for you as always. It's a 7 o'clock game, 6 o'clock warm-up, 4 o'clock Flames talk. That was in that whole thing. thing. Now, mm. there was a buzz at the rink yesterday. Two days ago. Drama. Coming off the loss against the San Jose Sharks. Next day, off day. Enjoy your, enjoy your day off. Get some sleep. Binge some uh, Ozark. Do what you got to do. And then we'll see you Thursday for practice. Show up for Thursday practice. Hey, look, it's one of the new boys. Look at this Ryan Carpenter kid. Hey, Ryan. Hey, Carp. Hey, Carpy. Apparently they're calling him Carpy. Mm. Um, so no, Carpy, Carpy rolls through and finds himself at practice centering a line that looks like it could be a line that will be used in a game tonight. In a it game looks situation. like a fourth line, Dean, it which is what like. he's done his whole career. Makes sense, doesn't it? Kind of does. The uh, But the more notable thing, not so much that they traded for a guy and are going to use him, was that there were extra forwards. One of them was Trevor Lewis. The other one was Sean Monaghan. Mm-hmm. Now, you can, you can practice a certain way on a Thursday and then ice a dis- different roster on a Friday. That's yep. allowed. We've seen it done before. But we discussed it yesterday. We've discussed it for a long time that... For Sean Monahan, other than injury and being hung over after the Super Bowl, he's been a regular. <laughs> Jeez. He's been in the lineup. That is true. Him, Boma, and Johnny. Right? Like, that's the only time he's never been healthy. Wake scratched. up, dopes. He made the team 
coming out of the draft, there was some debate if he was going to do that. Had a great camp, start to the season. Hey, this guy's going to stay. Mm-hmm. Guy's going to play. But he's at a point now where, whether it's father time, whether it's injuries, the increased speed of the game, whatever it is, it's left him behind, at least for right now. And I think some people are trying to be, you know, kind and diplomatic about it. Well, you know, it's, uh, it's hard to come back from injuries and all of this. But And others are, are looking at it and saying, oh, finally. I was, t- I was taking this uh, so long. It takes so long. So that kind of thing. It would, if you, if you watch it, it looks like he's not going to play tonight. It appears that way from skate yesterday. We'll see it morning skate today. We have seen the old switcheroo and message sent with lines to before, but it certainly isn't out of left field. It's very topical with watching this team and seeing what's worked and what hasn't. And oh, by the way, poor decisions on the first two goals the Sharks scored on Tuesday. Now, Markstrom shouldn't let either of them in, but he shouldn't have been in a position to make a save. Yeah. And Puck shouldn't have been in the zone. It didn't help out. Like didn't bail out Monahan on the first goal, as you say. But Puck's got to get out. But if someone's going to earn the benefit of the doubt at this point, it's Markstrom. You think? And I said it yesterday. I I do. What on major a, trophy is Monahan up for? Take everything out of it. On a human level, I feel for the kid. Yeah, I feel for Sean Monahan. He's twenty-seven. Should be in his prime. Has tons of money. He'll never want for anything in his life. But on a professional level, for pride in what you do, the game. He's lost it right now, and I'm sure is working very hard and can't catch up, can't get goals, can't do what came so easily for him since mm-hmm. I'm guessing he was 10, 8, 12 years old. Mm. I'm guessing that being one of the best players of his age group was a common thing until he was about 23 years old. Because the last three years have been steadily it's a sharp decline declining and there's no there's no controversy if he sits tonight and carpenter comes in no one will be able to say this is this is uh hasty this is a knee jerk you've got to give it more time there's just there's nothing there now it, does he does he sit tonight and then get back in tomorrow oh well, yeah maybe maybe he plays tonight but the the story is uh, it, it's hard to it's hard to ignore because he was the blue chip first round center, and you just scored. don't see it happen to guys this age. This is the story when a guy turns thirty two, right? It's like, geez, there's some money left. One year can't play anymore. We don't see that at twenty seven. That's no. incredibly rare. We see first rounders that don't pan out. Sure. But this guy was a success story. Like He literally started his plummet where most players start their ascent into their prime. Yeah, when you're 25, 26, you really start yeah. to, you should be stretching your legs and really coming around. Okay, if I'm going to get into this league, this is my these are my prime years. Let's get through that entry level. Let's get into free agency. Let's get to the market. Let's find some ARB. Let's go. Got to make some money here. And, uh, yeah, like the point you make is one that I think everyone can understand. Sean Monaghan's not fat watching Netflix all day. He's working his tail off. He just is having a tough time getting anything done. It's no lack of effort. But it doesn't mean you could ignore the results. The results have been bad. And if you only look on paper, 
Okay, 27, 27, 31, 34, 31 goals. Guys, guys a scorer. Then in the 1920 the season, mm-hmm. we know what happened with COVID, shortened year, had 22 goals, 48 points in 70 games. That's fine. You know, it's not 82 and 78 for the year prior. But okay, you're all right. Now, 100 and what, 13 games have been played since. 18 goals, 50, you know, 50 points. But I feel like having watched the games, he feels a long ways away from a guy that scored 18 in 111 or whatever it is games. It, he can't score at even strength. That's the problem, Dean. The only place he can provide any sort of value is on a power play unit. Where most of his goals are this year, where most of his goals were last year. Josh Bleeping Lavo had same goals as him last year. Tanov and Goodbranson have scored more at even strength than he has this year. He can't score at even strength. Because here's where it is. Sean, uh, Sam Bennett, right? Gets crushed in the media, gets crushed by February. This guy, first round pick, highest pick ever. Why can't you see? Look, he had 18 here, and now you can't score all this sort of thing. Leaves town, bang, 30 mm-hmm. goal guy. There are people who you, it happened to Bennett, it could happen to Monaghan. Now, I didn't see what was, I'm putting myself right up. I did not see anything close to what Bennett has done. I think we are all saying, you know what, he'll probably be better. He's going to get a fresh start. There's a, a different situation. It can work for guys. I didn't see it working out quite to the degree that it has. I don't think he's on the same pace that he was when he first got there at the start of the year, but still a better Panther than he was a Flame. No doubt. I still struggle. I hear you, but I don't know what where the situation exists in the league where Monaghan goes and has that type of a turnaround. Well, we haven't seen him on the wing with an elite centerman. So that might be a situation that works for him. If he can be a trigger man, he'd probably need a very different type of winger on the other side. He's rather plodding. But the difference between him and Bennett is Bennett, all the tools you drafted him for were still there. Could still skate, could still Still hit. move, still physical. You know, still takes too many penalties. Benny shot it hard, but the tools are not the same here. Is he better on the faceoff dot? Slightly. Is he a little more aware in his own zone? Slightly. But the one thing he was elite at was finishing, and he can't do it anymore. Going back, like that was the one to... tool that's like he's better than most in the league at this. He was never a good skater. He was never a great passer. He was never great vision. We know the. No, you, people that listen to a sports radio station that are Flames fans, they don't need the history lesson. But this was a guy who was in, in Monaghan, was the number one center, and it wasn't up for debate. He and Johnny rolled for a long time. And then it stopped working, and probably the experiment, wasn't even an experiment, just the, the combo went along too long. Finally, the two were separated. Johnny's numbers rebounded. Elias Lindholm, his numbers went up. And Monaghan then went to a second line or third, whichever. He never recovered. Then to a fourth line. They make the trade for Tyler Toffoli earlier this season. And I kept this clip because I just wondered. Because you go to March, uh, this is March 6th, which is where Adam Ruzichka then moves into the center spot with Manjapani and Toffoli. And Monaghan moves down to the fourth line. This was Daryl kind of asking, being asked about, uh, what about Ruzichka? Uh. I think Manj and Ty can play both wings, and they can play a lot of situations. They still need the right guy with them. 
right, in the long run. So, you know, trying to get Ty a little bit more offense, guys. Trying to get a bit more offense. All right, well, you're, it's the fourth line, but um, still going to be a power play guy, Monaghan. Don't worry about it. You're still going to get your power play time. And then Toffoli took over on the first team power play. And then... And, and why was that? Well, we're not getting enough shots inside. Well, they wanted a right shot there. fit better where people were. We're not getting the shots in the middle. the middle. Like the right shot there. That's right. Uh, then he moved to power play two. Callie Yarncroke has come in and pretty much two, three power plays from his arrival. He's now taken over on the second team power play. So the power play time is gone for, for Monaghan. He's a fourth line center. They've now traded for another center who has taken that job over. Every team wants competition. Daryl has talked about it probably from the time he started coaching. You want competition. You want to battle for jobs. And whether you saw it coming or not, Monaghan has lost every battle that he's been in for playing time and production for the last two years. Yeah. First, second, third, fourth. Power play one, power play two, off power play. And now healthy scratch. And now the, 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 the thing I hear is, well, who's he playing with? No, 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 no. If you can't beat people out to be the third line center, the answer, this is merit. The answer this is, is, is he's played his way to this spot. Who's he playing with? He's played with everyone. Mm-hmm. That's the answer. And, and who has <laughs> fit better with everyone else? The guys that took his job on the first, second, third line, power play one, and power play two. This, I'll play for you. It was, uh, of course, the media, and it, as soon as it, the lines came out for the practice yesterday, it goes to Twitter, and then looks like Monahan's going to be a healthy scratch. Look at this. This is a big, the big story. So Daryl, who did not talk after practice or after the game two nights ago, did not talk after practice yesterday. It was defense, uh, defense coach Ryan Huskett. He comes out. And you can imagine one of the first questions was about Monahan. Now, his first answer was about how Monaghan's working hard and he's being a good teammate and, you know, all of this sort of thing. We've heard this before, and I don't believe it to not be true. I'm sure he is a good teammate. I think guys do like him, and I think he is working hard. It doesn't look like a guy who's taking shortcuts knowingly to me. Uh, but then Francis kind of addressed it. Healthy scratch. First time for a veteran. What's the scenario? How delicate a situation is it when a proud veteran is facing uh, a healthy scratch? Uh, I never said he was going to be a healthy scratch. Um, <laughs> but in general, I'm asking you, when you've seen this situation in the AHL level and yeah. the NHL level, when a guy is scratched who's, who's a regular in the lineup, is that a delicate situation or is it just, hey, this is the way it works in the NHL? This is the way it works now for us in the NHL, where it maybe hadn't in the past, but part of us changing culture is there's – uh, accountability in, in regards to how we need each individual to play and as I said earlier how we have to play as a team and that's what Daryl's one of his big things that he's come in and he's changed and our, our players in the room know it and that's the reason why I go back to my comment on Sean he's bought in to what's being asked of him so he's doing things um, that are being asked of him really and he's um, he's been a good soldier about that so again he's working and he's a good soldier a good t- you know, but it's the way things are in the NHL right now. What have you done for me lately? What are the numbers? Where's the production? And unfortunately, it hasn't been there for him. Yeah, and he also didn't confirm it would happen either. That's a, that's of note to me. Well, uh, what's he going to say? 
right? It's he could have confirmed that. Like, yep, Sean is looking at that. He's not the head coach, right? He's he's not going to confirm that. Daryl May today. Again, I do think there's a real chance that he's in tonight, and that was a message sending practice. I don't think it's the most likely outcome, but it's not nothing. So that's all I'm saying. I agree with you, but I don't. It's, here's here's the thing that, that we know is happening. We don't know whether he's going to play or not, tonight, but we know this organization is having long, hard conversations for quite a while now about what to do with Sean Monaghan, and this isn't the first time they've thought about scratching him. We know that. I don't think everybody knows that. Well, we know that. I, th- I, think, I think when we go on here and, and talk about Monaghan, we are being unfair. Who's he played with? He's been injured. It's COVID. It's a bubble. Not playing with Johnny. All we are be are criticized. People say, "Oh, you guys are too negative." He still drives play. I get this. No, I he's get, never driven play. He's, he drives right. play. He does. You look at this. He's it, it, no. zone entries and face. I, I just I don't see it. I don't subscribe to the websites that'll show me that data. Don't worry, the data's not good on I him. I just don't see it. <laughs> um, but the other part of it is, if he's healthy, scratched or not, I don't think this is a situation where the guy needs a wake up call. No, this maybe isn't he like, oh, i got to try harder. Maybe he needs a night off or some time off. But I don't think this, like, like you say, and I'm just a, a message-sending practice. Is this a player that needs to be sent more messages? He's lost. He's moved all the way down the lineup. I agree with you. Like, and I'm, I'm not expecting him to play tonight. It's just that we didn't get confirmation of that, and we've seen this stuff before. Um, and look, for the people that think we're, we're, we're creating this narrative, that like you guys are just nutso, he's actually really good. Literally, over the course of the last year, he's gone from number one center to number two center to number three center to number four center, power play one to power play two, off the power play. We don't make those decisions. This coaching staff does. And so in their mind, not ours, he has lost power uh, center, center one, center two, center three. He has lost power play one, lost power play two. They think there's better options there. And when you go move a fifth rounder for a guy that's played fourth line center the bulk of his career, there might be a better option there. Monaghan might be a better fourth line center, Dean, but they owe it to the GM to get a look at this new player. Mm -hmm. And he might be in Saturday against the Oilers and play the rest of the season. And Ryan Carpenter might play right wing for the rest of the year on the fourth line. But they're going to get a look at him at center at some point. And if they don't, they're not doing their jobs. They're not where Vegas is in the standings. They don't have to go with their number one every game the rest of the way because they're chasing. They got a cushion atop the division. They're going to host an opening round series in the postseason. This is a luxury that they absolutely will take advantage of. Daryl's going to continue to mix and match lines and find what he thinks will work best when they get to the playoffs, and that includes, do we have a better fourth-line center option than Sean Monaghan? Are there 12 forwards better than Sean Monaghan right now? We'll find out. And to me, at this point, it's been clear, and I, I'm with you. Maybe the, maybe Callie Yarncroke doesn't work at center, and you got to move him to a wing Mm-hmm. And then Monahan gets back in. Well, that, that was a better fit. Yarncroke's better here. And Monahan, yeah, it could happen. But to suggest that he needs to play with better players, and I, because I do, put somebody out on the fourth line. Who's gone to the fourth line and really turned their game around offensively? And then we're, it doesn't happen very often. It, you get sent the message, you go down, you work your butt off, and then the coaching staff will generally throw you the bone and you move your way back up. We've heard nothing but how hard he works, the work he puts in, the effort and all of that. He doesn't look to me like a guy who's lazy. He just looks nope. to me like a guy who really can't do it. I agree 100%. This is not a work ethic 
issue. This is not a commitment issue. This is not a buy-in. This isn't an attitude issue. We've heard zero complaints about ice time or roll. And you got to tip your cap there, but it doesn't mean that he's getting production because he isn't. And I worry in terms of his job on the fourth line, because I think there's, in, for what you want out of a fourth line center, I think Ryan Carpenter is going to be better at it than Sean is. And he's done the job for his whole career, basically. Bang, crash, run into people, probably moves better. His calling More card physical. is how, yeah, that he is he's physical. and well, he's, he's the penalty kill. Penalty kill. You can use him. He's responsible, plays hard. That's what you want out of a fourth line center. Yeah. And is, in, in fairness, is Monaghan miscast as a fourth line center? He is, but his play isn't at a level where he can earn or deserve the ice time. He, he couldn't win the job for third line center. So here we are. Yeah. Now, does he play tonight? It's probably 50 50. Uh, we'll we'll have a pretty good indication this morning. There will be a morning skate. Yeah, if the lines are the same at morning skate, that's the needle moves way over yeah. to the he ain't going to play tonight area. Because I do think if you, some players do kind of need to wake up. Yeah, this isn't a wake message, up call stuff, right? A message sender. I don't. I don't think Daryl felt the need that I'm going to put him on with, with the extra forwards to he, wake him up. He also might wanted to have just given Ryan Carpenter wingers and an actual line rather than be a spirit practice. There's lots of the ways you could look at this. We'll know more today, but what we do know is they're thinking about it, and it's been talked about for a while by all accounts I can get around the organization. Almost happened a while ago. Pinder Report next. Sportsnet 960, The Fan. You're locked on Boomer in the Morning. Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Boomer in the Morning brought to you by Grey Wolf Golf Course. Right beside Panorama Mountain Resort. You know where it is. It is a beauty. It is one of those ones where the word of mouth, it's all you need. Anyone that's been there, talk to them about, oh, what's Grey Wolf like? Oh, yeah? Book it. The T-sheet is open. Go online, graywolfgolf.com, and at least get yourself a taste. Get yourself one round, if nothing else, this year out at Grey Wolf. Bucket list. It's I mean, on there. There's other things you can do in that area. There's you know, the golf. There's really beautiful stuff there, but make sure that Grey Wolf is at the uh, the top of your list. Graywolfgolf.com. Uh, Flames Game Day, our game day sponsor, South Point Toyota. How about that? How about that? Time to uh, Toyota under the Toyota Tower of Power. Pre-order from over 500 incoming new Toyotas and secure your new vehicle ASAP with zero down, no payments until August of this year, OAC. 7 o'clock. Coyotes. Flames. Is it Coyotes or Coyotes? I think it's both. I go Coyotes. Potato, Um, potato, Dean. You do the Yotes. Because the shorthand is Yotes. No Mm. one says Yotes. They don't say... They do say Coyotes, though. Do they? That's what I'm saying because I, I know it's they. Both. I know they do. I don't. I, how can it be both? Potato. How can it? Tomato. Tomato. Potato. Potato. Yeah. Well, somebody's wrong and somebody's right. Well, that's, that's what I'm telling you. It, yeah. So is it uh, like is it a Saskatchewan thing with uh, Gitch and Gotch or that's Ginch and Ganch? And uh, I'm telling you, it's uh, Duma. Do you have any? Con- do you have any Gitch? Duma. Gitch. Gotch. Gitch. Gotch. Gonch. Oh yeah. Got a lot of Gonch. Ginch. Gonch. Gitchies. Gitchies over Gitchies. Yeah. Now co- coyotes. Coyotes. Yotes. No one calls them the Yotes. No one calls them the Yotes. Turn his mic off. All right. (laughs) Brunt coming up. Old Winnipeg Jets. And uh, the old Jets. And you know what you are? You are a Jinxy Pants. Am I? Yep. Well, you're welcome. I'm telling you. Trying to get you a better pick. Telling you. You're a Jinxy Pants. Look, they had to get that game. What game? 
Well, they played last night. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And you know what? 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 what, what uh... You blew it! Well, you're blaming me? Mr. Pot 3. It's, why did they even play last night? Because it was a foregone conclusion. It was, oh, yeah, just uh, Costa Rica. I mean, do they even own soccer balls in Costa Rica? I mean, what kind of a... That's their first CONCACAF environment. That wasn't going to be easy. It's really unfair for Canada to have to even go down there against this non-sporting country. Do they even have? Do they? Do you know what? Uh, do they have shoes to play soccer with? Hey, you watch. What's the over under? Fifteen. Los Ticos have played in numerous World Cups of late. Canada Don't minus fifteen, this. minus sixteen. Once again, I thought you were talking. You blew it. Not my fault. Cocky dog. That's what you are. You're a cocky so, dog. So, and I also said the Jets should have won last night too. Is no, that my you, fault? So you were. A, well, you said they should have be for their playoff perspective yeah they they should win they should beat the you i suggested it was a big could be a big day and you're like pish off fat boy part three is still in front of mine they're totally in they don't worry about it so do you understand what has to happen for them not to be in i understand i don't think you do they could if they lose the rest of the way and the teams need to win they have to make up an 11 goal goal differential that's impossible in soccer they're in Sorry, they're in. They're not in. Okay, so so Costa Rica's going to make up an 11. Are they in or are they not in? Costa Rica has to make up 11 goals in goal differential. That ain't happening in two games. You think they're going to win? You blew it! You seven blew nothing, it! You blew it! You blew it! I mean, we could talk about you it. You blew it! Or... You, 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 you blew it! It'll be a party Sunday against uh, Jamaica. Just keep going. You, 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 you. See that? I'm not, I'm not going to debate that. But however. All right. However. You took yesterday for granted. I'm still focused on pot three, Dean. Much like Craig Berube said last night, we uh, we took him for granted. Gregory. Philadelphia Flyers beat the Blues. Costa Rica beats Canada. That was the old Mikey O'Ball. He's all fired I'm up. I'm telling you. Pinner Report brought to you by Motorworks. Exceeding all expectations. BMW repairs and service in a state-of-the-art facility. They'll meet and beat all competitor quotes. 51st Ave, 3rd Street, Southeast. Ryan Pindo. Ryan Pindo. Ryan Pindo. Boys, we're going to start with the Calgary Flames. Yeah, it's true. Game day against the Arizona Yotes. You want to give Dumas a shovel for that? Well, I mean. The Yotes. I think he knows better. I think he was pushing buttons, and we can't have it. How dare he? This is, oh, my God. Patty, this is a very serious show. We are not to make light of anything. It's sports. It's serious. We cannot have fun, okay? Phoenix Coyote. Clean it up. Not Phoenix. See what he's doing here? I know. And did you, did you see the lines at, uh, at practice yesterday? Yeah, I caught it. You saw that, hey? How about 911? Anyone? 911. <laughs> Chaos, yeah. How the media trying to quickly yep. deal with Sean Monahan skating as a spare with... Uh, yeah, Trevor Lewis, Richie Carpenter, Lucic, the fourth line for practice. Drama! Drama! So, yeah, the conversation we just had about Sean Monahan, just insert it there. Right. He may not play tonight. There is a chance he could play. We will know more at Morning Skate. And if he doesn't play, it would certainly mark something close to rock bottom for a guy that used to be able to Notch 30, seemingly, uh, without breaking a sweat. Been a rough go. The rest has been said over and over. It's been, yeah, we'll find it's out been more a lot, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, goalie tonight, Markstrom, Vladar. You're not going to play both, Dean. Who are you putting in? Why don't you play both? You might see both. I, if you see both, this is not going well. <laughs> you might see both. See? You just presume things, Ryan. Who's going to start, Dean? I would, well, because I looked this. Markstrom did play last time. I would go with Vladar. It's weird. Last two weekends, they've gone Markstrom weaker opponent, then the next day, Vladar better opponent. The question, the reason I ask, and I'm kind of, un- we know that the coach was not happy with Markstrom's performance last game out. So does he want to give him a shot at redemption sooner, or does he want him to stew and be at his best against a provincial rival? I, I don't know. I'm with you. I don't I, know. I don't know. And you know what? If the coach had spoken with us since Tuesday night, we might have an inkling how mm-hmm. things would go. Probably not, but I just miss him. I know you do. Where are the drops? Where's the... I haven't heard about him sewing up a cow in 10 minutes yet, like this week. He hasn't spoke since, like, pregame on Tuesday. He'll make up for it Darryl, tonight. He'll make up for we it. We need you tonight. Yeah. Okay. Is that a in excess song, isn't it? Need you tonight. That's a good one, too. Arizona of late, lost three in a row, but hang on. They'd won six of seven. Seven of eight? Six of seven. Something good before that. Their best run of the season included wins over Toronto and Colorado. That doesn't make sense. It really doesn't. Um, and the team led offensively by Clayton Keller and Nick Schmaltz. Each a single point off point per game pace this year. Mm-hmm. So when they go in the first period, there they are. Point per game players, both. No one's whining about that contract anymore. You notice that? Uh, game day for South Point Toyota, as you noted, Dino. Six o'clock pregame with Patrick Steinberg and Peter Lubardius. You're a good man. Did you hear Lou uh, yesterday? Uh, he was on the old uh, whatever they call it there, the midday show, the, the, the big show, Jergens Lotion, the People's Choice, Bill the Salt People's show. show. Just missed it. Brady and Walker in the morning. What is that show that we have there? Uh, but Lou was on it, and was uh, he was doing some uh, some slapstick. You know, as Borat would say, great success. You uh, you buckled Logan, by the way. Again? Yeah, Did he's... I get him with the Borat? Oh, yeah. Great success. <laughs> that Lou. He can do it all. Remember when he was in the pandemic and his uh, better half and her kids got him watching Shit's Creek? He was dying. Is that what it was? Oh, it's a video of him on Twitter losing his mind. That yeah. high-pitched cackle he does, it was unbelievable. He's got it. I love it. Uh, last night, NHL, let's go. Uh, did you realize the Bruins could pass the Lightning last night with a win? What a huge game. Uh, and one player that was very good. That's Alinsky, the save, they score! How do you like your pasta? Because it's coming in hot. He's got the hat trick. Bruins three, Lightning two. I mean, you do want pasta hot. You're not serving uh, uncooked cold pasta, are you? Maybe a pasta salad. That's the only time pasta's not coming in hot. Pasta salad you can have for sure. I don't know. Pasta salad. You like pasta salad? Yeah. I mean, I'll put up with it. You can just never. I'm always like, oh, this could be. No, it's not. It should be better. I feel like if you're going to. That's unnecessary carbs. Well, and then you see our boy, Greg, and what he does with potato salad. I don't even look at pasta salad. If I'm going to have a carb loaded salad, I'm going potatoes. All the bacon in there. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, the wind does move the Bruins past the Bolts into third in the Atlantic. The score was three to two. That was three for Pasternak. 
two for the Lightning. Wow. Another Atlantic Division matchup. Panteros finally bring in their new studs as they play Montreal. Down low, side of the net, Huberto, Reinhardt in front, shot, and he scores! A power play goal, and the Panthers take a 4-2 lead. Sam Reinhardt rips it out of the right circle after a really nice pass from Jonathan Huberto. He's going to get to 30. They had the five-forward power play. On the score sheet was Giroux, Sherrod as well. Shrewd And it was uh, victory sunglasses for Doug Plagans, the voice of the Panteros. My boy. Sure. From the Lake Erie Monsters. I guess Monsters. so, yeah, it is, yeah. The beauty. Yeah. Oh, that's right. See on 6th Street. It's a little inside, but He's yeah. a beauty. Got it. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. 4-3, oh. yeah. okay. hey. your final there. All right. Uh, Dallas, Carolina needed overtime. That didn't do anything. Then you needed a shootout. That did something. Rick Bonus sends Tyler Sagan out for the first Dallas opportunity. He moves in. Scores with a forehand. Well, now D'Angelo must score to keep it alive. Backhand. Denied again by Wedgwood. And they'll pour off the Dallas bench to celebrate a shootout win with the backup goaltender. Yeah, the new backup goaltender. Uh, how you like your new teammate, fellas? 44 saves plus his work in the shootout. What, three more there? Out of boy. Yeah. Yeah. Fourth conditional fourth. Hello, Ken Holland. Were you watching this guy? What are I mean, but what are the conditions? This fourth could turn into nine firsts. You don't know what the conditions yeah, are. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that ain't it, but um feel like I'm gonna like that deal. Fourth three or final in the shootout. Detroit, New York. Islanders. Fought off by Sorokin, and now a loose puck for Brock Nelson. Oh, right wing over the Detroit line. He's got a three on two. Little drop for Lee to Beauvillier. Back to Nelson. Shoots. He scores! <laughs> Nelly from Bo and the captain. It's Brock's second of the night, and the Islander lead is back to four. It's a 5-1 game in favor of New York. So when you, you work mm-hmm. in media, you can't get things signed by the players. Is that right? You know what's sad here? Thomas Grice was a Islander for five years. Yeah. Got a beautiful tribute before the game. Yeah. And then got aerated. Yanked after allowing three on 60. Oh. 5-2 uh, the final there. Speaking of 5-2, let's go to the Mikey O Bowl in St. Louis. Drops it off. One-timer. Konechny. And it's in. He scores. Nearly kept out, but the Flyers strike again and lead by two. Now you connect me a pair. 5-2 the final. Vancouver and Minnesota, big one for the Canucks, Dino. It was 2-1 wild after 40. Let's go to the third. Hughes, left wing, JT Miller, quick shot, he scores! JT Miller for the top of the circle, fires it past Talbot on the power play, and the Canucks tie it at two before the eight-minute mark of the third period. Off to overtime. Kaprizov and Eriksson Ek, and here comes Joel Eriksson Ek, and he's loose, and he scores! It's Vince McMahon on the Wild Radio Network. It was, yeah. Anybody Smart get hit? Down. Did he get hit with the the bell? Did somebody come <laughs> off the top rope there with the bell? <laughs> uh, Eric Stenek going to get 20. And Salky type guy, that's a season right there. Ottawa, Winnipeg, speaking of 5-2. Uh, felt like must win for the Jets, right? Connor Brown to the line with Stutzler. Feeds it across. Stutzler wheels in, sends it to the front, scores! Connor Brown taps it in. Ottawa with a 4-1 lead. Okay. Bye-bye. 
Yeah, oh dear. Oh, hmm. Hmm. Sorry about your jets, Dean. They are my jets, man. Sorry about your jets, Dean. This has been Hope you find very your well documented for a while. Cal Connor did get his 40th. Um, uh, how do you lose to Ottawa with your season on the line? That's, he has, I'm going to say, the most goals per pound in NHL history. Well, especially if you count the goals going his net when he's on the ice. This guy is a track well, meet sure, whenever yeah. he's out there. It's yeah. unbelievable. But if he, he's got to be about 160, like 158, 40 goals. Who's getting more goals per pound in the league? I feel like Burry is close, but I, that was a while ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of 5-2, let's go to Edmonton. Left point, left side half boards for Connor McDavid. Here's Hyman. Uh, McDavid in front scores. Brilliant goal for Leon Dreisaitl. What a look from Connor McDavid. It's a power play goal. 44? 44. Two back of Austin. And uh, that was not Cam Moon on the Oilers radio network. Nope. Nope. You get fired for that uh, direct messaging and uh, no, he'll be back. Don't worry. Just kidding. Chicago, LA. Alex DeBrinkin now picks it up over the Kings logo for the Hawks. Snakes in over the Kings line. Down the slot. Fake shoot. Scores! Alex DeBrinkin able to win it for the Hawks in the shootout. Ha ha! What? 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 Help out your mom and dad by getting the jobs. Ha ha! I said what? So is that his thing? Like that's. I don't know. Ha ha! That uh, Debrinket not good enough for the U.S. World Junior Team. Not a first rounder. Trade him. Just forty here. Yeah, you can. He's available. Ridiculous. Uh, Nashville, Vegas. Big one for Vegas. Hey, the return of Evgeny Dadanov. The Oh, well. Down a couple of steps, feeds it across, Stevenson, a march is Tony, pull off the outside of the net, maybe the pass into Donald scores! Evgeny Donald on the power play, it's 3 nothing. How do we not bet him to score? We talked about this. Goal two assists for... Oh, Dodonov last night. Son of a gun. Uh, and scary, Brett Howden stretched it off. Apparently... Things good after that in terms of moving extremities and such, but scary moment. Never good. Game 1000 for Pete DeBoer. Was that Pete DeBoer hockey? I'm going to say no. I think. What was the final score? It was 6 1. That's not Pete DeBoer hockey. Well, I mean, he got some bounces. I think he likes the one against. Uh, We'd have to go back and take a look, I think, because I think if you were to talk to Pete, he wants it tight checking, give up very little. They gave up 36 shots. Okay, all right. Uh, tonight, just four games outside of the Scotiabank Salem because we already told you about the yeah, that's right. the Phoenix Yotes and the Calgary yeah. Flames. Uh, Pittsburgh, New York. That's two for the Rusty Razor. Washington, Buffalo. Today I had a bacon, ham, and sausage sandwich. There's more there. With extra. Say so yes. With. It's okay. No, with. <laughs> with ketchup. Yeah, but it was right. on wheat bread. That's so. good. That's good, yeah. <laughs> uh, Columbus, Winnipeg. Good night, Brian. Yeah, it's over. Sorry. Brian uh, Mullen? Sure, whoever. Yeah. Someone that... Uh, Brian Winnipeg Jets. Good night. Good one. Yeah, yeah. thanks. Appreciate it. Uh, Philly, it. Colorado. We're high. That's right. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, let's get to the Canadian men's national soccer team. This match will determine once and for all which nation is the greatest on earth, Mexico or Portugal. Maybe even Costa Rica or Canada, too. We were going to find out last night. First half, not great. Mark Anthony K, two yellows. Can't be putting your shoulder into a guy who then does a triple Lutz. Canada down to 10 men. Ah! Stoppage time, first half. Ball played far post. Calvo's there, and it's in. It's Celso Borges. Nobody has played more games for Costa Rica. And what a big moment. And Canada down a player, down a goal. It's 1-0 Costa Rica. It was 1-0 Costa Rica. Second half, excellent from the Canadians. Down a man. They still dictated the pace. Uh, first time they trailed since October, by the way, in qualifying. It's a while ago. But in each of those prior games, they've surrendered the first goal. Four of them. They came back to tie or win them all. How about that? To the second half. Finds Lorea knocked down. Hoylet to Lorea. Across off the post. Jonathan David off the post. Yeah, the Woodwork got two of them in the second half. Possession 68%, but it was 1-0. The final, Los Ticos victorious. They move into the fourth place spot. They will have the play-in match against Oceania, likely New Zealand. They're one up on Panama, who have 18 points. Canada still top of the table. Three points clear of Mexico and USA, who drew at Azteca last night. Sunday against Jamaica, 1 p.m. at BMO Field in Toronto. Uh, just a draw will confirm their spot in the World Cup. That will be a wild scene. And it's at home. It's going to be party time. Yeah. And the other thing is, it is an early game on a slate where there's lots of different start times. They won't have an outcome of another game before they go on. So they will be playing for a result rather than be like, oh, we're in. But mm-hmm. So when when clock hits zeros, theoretically, there could be the big party. And uh, yeah, last night, the first real concacaf environment, Pat, that they played in. It was a capacity crowd in San Jose, 35,000. And uh, Costa Rica was hanging on fingernails for the final, what, 30 minutes it felt like. Yeah, I know uh, Canada really pushed it on there late. David couldn't get that goal, like, off the, off the post there and in. But, yeah, like, they've been this entire qualifying uh, through the last two years here with hardly anybody in the stands. Mm-hmm. So they really got – that was a that was a true CONCACAFI-style game. Uh, Mark Anthony K had to know better. But they got better as the game went on. They did. I thought uh, Larea was phenomenal. He missed in tight late. Buchanan put one off the bar. And I like the Ishmael Kone, who the young Montreal yes. impact for. He was – he uh, – Comfy in the big spot, 19. Ooh. Two more caps and he's ours. That's right. You want him, Dean. You don't want him going to the Ivory Coast. Two more and he's Canadian for the rest of his well, life. I've talked about it for a long time. You have. That's yeah. fair. Uh, elsewhere, Italy against Northern Macedonia. One of these countries good at soccer, right? Well, hang on. North Macedonia have pulled off the seemingly impossible. They have stormed the Renzo Barbera. And they have produced an extraordinary win. That's English. Do we have the other language? They deleted pet? it. Oh, I know. Uh, they they removed it off Twitter. Well, that's that's probably kind of illegal. But Northern Macedonia has eliminated Italy. They are not going to the World Cup, Dean. Why did everybody online take such pleasure in seeing Italy lose? It's a it massive was, upset. It is a map, but it was not just wow. I can't believe it. It's a <laughs> pointing and laughing kind of a scenario. I wasn't around online when that happened, but apparently the jokes did not stop going. Um, it was very pointing and laughing at Italy. It was a lot. It was not like, hooray, my northern Macedonian uncle no. was drinking all day. No, it wasn't that. Yeah, it was more one than the other, for sure. Dominant at Euro, too. Mm. Hmm. 
Okay, uh, Major League Baseball, let's go. <laughs> I feel like we could mix more Gibby in, Who but it's just great for I league. mean, what about uh, Montero? Like, what's he got to do to get a drop? Been talking Blue Jays for years here. Every day you talk talking Blue Jays, still Gibby. I mean, where's the love for the where's get regular the Congos season, in, though? Regular season, hey. we'll get the, the Tam Tams going with, on, uh, with Chuck. It was a banger. Chuck uh, deserves some love from you. On how this. many Montoyo drops do we have in there, Patty? Do we have any? That's on you. You need. I, I don't I, think we have any. And actually. you know what? Because you're coming. I got. You're going to get it again coming up later in the show. Yeah, well, it's seven oh three, and we get Brunt today. So I know. Getting it. I said later. You um, get it. Jays and Braves wiped out due to weather. Mm-hmm. No, that's not good, is it? Poor Benny Wagner. Yeah. He's already uh, today. Tigers. Until it's canceled. It's not canceled. Well, it's canceled. That, neon. So, did all yeah. that prep. Stacked lineup today. Matt Chapman returns. He got spiked on the forearm Tuesday. Springer, Bichette, Guerrero, Guriel, Chapman, Kirk, Espinal, Biggio, Jansen. Jays minus one and a half. That's what we're doing today. It's not paying a ton, but it is there. <laughs> is it yeah. plus money? No. Okay. I don't Damn. think so. I looked this morning. I can was... only get the money line, which is no value. But minus one and a half, I'm going to dance. 11 a.m. Sportsnet West. <laughs> a little sprinkle on minus two Just and a half a if d- I can yeah, find yeah, it. We'll, yeah. see. we'll see. Randall Gretchen got traded team. Yeah, he did. See ya. Yeah. Randall, out of here. Yeah, you made too much to be the, the fourth best outfielder they had. So... See ya, indeed. Off to Colorado. Rymel Tapia, a left-handed bat, 28-year-old, comes in. Also a 5'6 speedster. Adrian Pinto, just 19, playing Dominican Summer League. He's back as well. Uh, It's the Altuve build. 5'6, are you kidding me? Apparently he's a good bat as well. Hmm. NBA, let's go. Raptors Cavaliers jockeying for six in the east. Raptors one game back at Cleveland heading in. OG Ananobi back from his finger issue. 117-104 117-104 the final. Uh, that moves these two clubs into a tie. Raptors, uh, yeah, big win there. And finally, mm-hmm. PGA Tour, Corey Connors against Alex Noren today at the WGC match play. Winner will move on. They're the only two undefeated players that will meet today as we come out of group play and set up the bracket. Mackenzie Hughes will play Matthew Wolf. Hughes still alive, but he'll need to win to get to a playoff. It's all very confusing. Dean, that's your pender. Well, and you made it uh, more confusing. You know, thought maybe you'd clear it up for us. Is there any way you can make it less confusing for us? I cannot. Okay. Pender Report brought to you by MotorWorks. Exceeding all expectations, BMW repairs and service in a state-of-the-art facility. They will meet and beat all competitor quotes. 51st Ave, 3rd Street, Southeast. Stephen Brunt, standing by. Sportsnet 960, The Fan.